Blog Radio. Welcome to the Great Spirit Relay Weekly Wednesdays podcast, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, noon to 3 p.m. Pacific Time, where the show originates from San Fernando Valley. This is David Williams with the Great Spirit Relay, and I have a report today uh, what's going on since the last week. Um, up until now on the conference calls and the, the uh, did I, now I figured out how to record them and they actually transcribe according to this on the conference call line as well as the podcast. And uh, so I have Bob Mendelson waiting on the line. Um, first I'm going to give an overview of the latest status of arrangements Lots happened in the last week. And then I'm going to call on Bob to chime in and give us some feedback on not only what I've said, but he's a with the Longhouse Coalition, which is the organization that four of us, uh, Kathy Wallman and uh, Carol Wallman and Kathy Cummings and Big Tree, uh, Seneca, um, with the experience of the Longhouse Council system that he's explained to us for how we can use their council system in the Global Peace Council to arrive at decisions by unanimous consent instead of majority rule, which is one of the main things the founding fathers of the U.S. left out of our system when they patterned the American democracy after, in large part after the Iroquois and the Haudenosaunee Confederacy. But, uh, okay, so what's happened is the, the Freedom Ride is coming on its way from Florida and they had a little trouble with financing, and um, they're regrouped there in Florida. They're out of Florida on their way to D.C. And um, so we had a, a whole bunch of synchronistic coincidences happen, and the original plan was that uh, we were going to, they were coming from the south, and we were coming, the peace march from the, Greenbelt Park camp here where I am now today just starting to set up was coming be coming from the north on the 1st of November the meeting in the Capitol Mall the idea meeting there by the David's tent um, that's been up there for three years night and day uh, worshiping the creator the Jesus people and then they're hosting the all tribes gathering of the different native tribes from around the country coming to the 11th of November, putting teepees up and everything. So they're not only into Jesus, but they're into the indigenous cultures and everything. And so because uh, I want to get President Trump to accept the message of peace and stand with us in the circle with the peace poll ceremony in the lawn of the White House, I figured that the spirit led me to the Christian people that are also praying for the president to do give him the energy to do a better job. So that was the first wave I decided to ride. We discovered that on October, August 30th. And then it turned out that uh, since last, well, the last call was Wednesday. Okay, so um, I announced last time then that uh, grandmother Mary, great-grandmother Mary Lyons had decided to come and join the walk on the 1st of November from the 
Capitol Mall, the last mile with the Freedom Riders and everybody we can round up to walk to the White House on November 1st. And then shortly right after that, grandmother from South Dakota, um, Red Clover, uh, explained she was coming to this Thousand Goddess gathering, and I looked it up at somewhere near the, on the mall there, somewhere near the David's tent. So that seemed a logical thing because even the, in the traditional indigenous cultures like the, the Six Nations, the Iroquois, the women have a very powerful leadership role. The men have counseled together and go out and represent as the leaders, but they're each one responsible to a council of women. I thought, well, that's perfect because then Kathy, uh, Red Clover, Kathy Roberts, decided that she was coming and she wanted to help. She's going to come to stay here at the camp. She's on her way driving now from South Dakota and to help with the Global Peace Council. And um, so put together the thought came that, well, October 20th, is this coming Saturday, um, the writers can't write all the way anyway from Florida in the time to get here that they committed to on the 1st. So uh, tried to do some fundraising for them, put out notices everywhere. People who hear this podcast and recording can still do that. They still need the help. That's uh, Ken Forcloud is the leader, and you can go to his PayPal.me slash K capital K capital F Forcloud K Forcloud, or go to the Leonard Peltier Freedom Writers 2018 uh, on your GoFundMe, and that's also the name of their Facebook group. And check out the progress and everything. But uh, if you can help, send them money to get them here. And uh, one way or the other, um, they've now decided to come in from the south on the 20th of October, this Saturday, and meet at 9 o'clock in the morning um, right outside the state capitol, or the national capitol there, um, right outside the Smithsonian um, National Museum of the American Indian. And a, that's the first segment of the Capitol Mall lawn there. So we're going to meet there at 9 o'clock, and uh, then we'll have a ceremony there. I'm going to start the Global Peace March from the Congressional Cemetery, which is a couple of miles to the west. And uh, before A, go there and just make a brief prayer and then walk to the beating the drum and chanting, walk to the, to the Capitol. And join them at nine there, and then that'll be the first time I meet them in person. And then we'll have a, a circle, and uh, and then I don't see a lot, I don't know how long it'll last. Uh, maybe Congress people will come, maybe some influential people will come, maybe the press will come. But the idea is just to give more uh, assurance that President Trump will get the message, not only to open his mind to receiving the message of peace symbolized by the slick symbols on the global peace pole, the global peace baton, and uh, maybe accepting the idea of having the circle in the White House lawn and putting the peace pole up that we're going to make during this week here on a log at Greenbelt Park like we did in 1980 after the long walk for survival, fancier one with the six symbols on it than the kind of cartoon version I carry around as a prototype. But more importantly, or as importantly, or 
dynamite important is the we have a target date to have him uh, release Leonard, give him clemency to get him out of prison so that he can come and join the ceremony on November 1st, which is All Saints Day. So marching on All Saints Day, the last mile to the White House from David's tent, saints come marching in kind of energy to the Lafayette Park, or if the arrangements are successful, the bulk of the people will circle up in Lafayette Park and the delegation for the Peace Pole Ceremony with Leonard, free, go into the White House and uh, have the circle, the prayer for peace with the president in the circle. It doesn't have to be long, but just uh, very powerful. That would be the most important thing that ever happened in the global peace movement ever. And um, so that's what we're targeting for with this event this Saturday. So if you get the word and you hear this podcast or you listen to this recording, in time, and you know anybody in the Washington, D.C. area who can, or who can get here on a bus, plane, whatever, uh, this is Wednesday, and the three days is Saturday, 9 o'clock in the morning, Capitol Mall, outside the, the end of it, toward the Capitol building. It's a rendezvous there, and then see what happens. Uh, then the... the Indian Museum will, I'm sure, welcome the writers. It's free. It's open all the time. Maybe they'll have an event inside during the morning. We don't know that yet. But then the idea is 11 o'clock, or or depending, after, it doesn't take long to walk to the White House from there. It's only a mile, so it usually takes 20 minutes to walk a mile. But if there's traffic, if there's a lot of people, it could take an hour if there's a lot of people. If the the uh, National Park Police and the Metropolitan Police turn out their uh, mounted units to escort the horses and the riders, then it could be a big, slow movement. So depending on how many people are there, if nobody shows up and it's just me again, well, it'll only take me 20 minutes to the White House and David's tent. But if there's you know a lot of people, it might take an hour. So we'll get an assessment of it. And then sometime after 11, head to the, this isn't set in stone, spirit decides at the last minute, but the idea is the target to get to the uh, the Lafayette Park at noon and then have a circle in Lafayette Park. The purpose is to uh, pray for peace and that the president will uh, agree at that time. Maybe pardon Leonard right then, I don't know, but the, the idea is to put it in motion so that everybody's paying attention. And then after the noon event in the Lafayette Park this Saturday, then the riders will go 12 miles to Greenbelt Park, arriving there the, in the afternoon sometime. I put down a target time of 4.20. And then camp, global peace camp uh, from the 20th of October, until the uh, through the night of the 2nd of November. And then during that time, from the 24th to the 31st, we'll have the Global Peace Council for four hours a day from 10 in the morning till 2 in the afternoon. And if there's just a few people, it'll be inside my RV here, and we'll be taking input online through page the group called the Global Peace Council, and then we have a, a Facebook Messenger chat set up 
and then we'll be doing conference calls like this one, like this is a podcast too. And those conference calls will be recorded. The freeconferencecall.com system is amazing. Any activists listening, you should check it out. It's free. If you get too many podcasts all stored up, then you, you can pay for more storage or you can download them and keep keep it free. But my gosh, it's a, it's a free conference call system. They have call-in numbers. You can call in from all around the world. It's you can have it. You can punch a button and have it recorded. And after the recording's done, you punch another button, and five minutes later, the whole thing is transcribed into text. I, I know there's mistakes in there because, especially when I talk too fast, but what an amazing service. So those are the elements we'll have to to conduct the Global Peace Council, not only here with a few people on site, uh, but uh, more importantly, input from experts all over who don't, can't obviously can't travel to camp in a park for a week to put their input into a council, but we can get it in these electronic forms. And then the idea is those few of us here one-mindedly will consider all the input that we get, and then the object is to come up with an issue-by-issue, category-issue, each on the Global Peace Council group, I'm starting to put together a post for each category of issue, and then these will be refined, but right now, under each category of issue, there's comments that represent an issue. And then the idea is people go in there and find an issue they want to put their input in, and so they add a reply to that comment, and then those will all pile up. And then during this uh, eight-day council, be looking at it all and distilling it all by the end to come up with a refined version of certain statements on each issue that everybody here agrees with unanimously. We may not agree with everything that's David. there. Yes. Hi, Felipe. Oh, this is this is Omar. Oh, Omar, good. You're here. Thank you for tapping yeah. in. I'm glad to and, know you're uh, here. I have a moment. I have a moment to just, uh, you know, put some input in because I'm in the Greyhound bathroom. <laughs> ah, okay, great. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna introduce I, I want to introduce this. Really. Go ahead. This Let is, me uh, introduce this you is just Omar for a from the. All right. Yeah. Yeah. This is Omar from the Hotel Villa. In the Hopi land, he's a Coyote clan, which is the messenger clan, and we've been talking about the interpretation of the Hopi life plan from the Kachina dances and the role of the clowns as far as the life plan message about the, the evildoers, the corrupt, immoral human beings. The, inevitably, you're going to suffer a chastisement, a purification, and forgiveness, kind of like truth, amnesty, and reconciliation. And I wanted him to chime in here with his message for the occasion. Are you Okay, are you there? I just want to briefly, uh, yeah, I'll briefly just, uh, because it's not, it's an awkward situation, but I was thinking about uh, how when we were growing up, we would constantly hear our grandmother or grandparents talk about the end days, that, you know, things were going to get pretty crazy, you know, we want, my grandmother would say, I won't see it, but you will, and you know, the sense I got was that it was something we were waiting for. And even though it is, a, you know, very bleak, dark, I always got a sense of hope that, you know, there was going to be a positive outcome, just like the invaders that uh, come and, you know, uh, chastise the clowns you know, and uh, make peace with the uh, corrupt people. 
there's always a positive outcome. And so, you know, even things are awfully bleak nowadays, I, I, I always uh, reference what my grandma says, and that's probably what is uh, reiterated in uh, numerous other Hopi households, you know, that the time will come, but it's not a time of, you know, sorrow, even though maybe may be hard. Uh, if you stick to your faith, you will continue to have hope that, you know, the, uh, as you mentioned, the invaders will bring about peace. So ultimately, this is also these uh, hard times will pass. So that's uh, one thing we hope we grow up. So it's a lifelong process. Like you said, a life plan, you know, it's, it's in our DNA. You know, it's been carried on for centuries that you know, um, this time would come. But ultimately, you know, um, the spirits will prevail and restore sanity. You know, serenity. So that's, I just wanted to share that real briefly. I really need to uh, probably drop off in case somebody decides to utilize these facilities. So, uh, take care and uh, walk in peace. Be careful. Thank you. David, I got bumped off the line somehow.
Martin Muto that time. Sorry, folks. Okay, this is going to be a difficult process to try to do both calls at once. Okay. Okay, well, I guess I'm back on the air. That didn't work very well with the um, conference call because so few people are on it, um, and Bob Mendelson's phone kept dropping off. And every time it dropped off, there's nobody on the conference call, and then the cold music starts and disrupts the whole thing. So in future, I'm just going to do the podcast myself. And there's a call-in line on the radio show you I can use the podcast. So next time somebody wants to call in, I'll bring him in that way. I won't try to hook up the conference call with the podcast anymore. But we'll do a lot of these conference calls during the time of the of the Global Peace Council and the Jerusalem Peace Council in the evenings and during the days and off hours, and we'll record them and then make those available on the Facebook page, the Great Spirit Relay Facebook page, and then uh, those bits that people want to put in their information on the Global Peace Council Facebook page, great. So um, let's see. I wanted to to read the um, message. See, what happened was uh, yesterday, this is Wednesday, so yesterday the representative from the... Um, Leonard Peltier Freedom Ride 2016, was able to have a meeting in Atlanta with the Atlanta congressman and brought in all kinds of uh, letters of support from various um, individuals to for the congressman to consider and then to take to President Trump to ask him directly to pardon Leonard or give him clemency, as it's called, in order to um, convince him. So uh, I wrote a message for that occasion and submitted it uh, through the chat. The other tool we're using is these Facebook Messenger chat. You can create a group. And then I've got a group going for the Freedom, called Freedom Family Council. And that started out coordinating the scheduling connection with the Freedom Ride coming from Florida and then um, has become the sort of default channel for discussing all the details about the camp and the walks, rides, all the overtures to the White House. And the other Facebook Messenger chat group is the um, Global Peace Council chat group. And then that's, I put a lot of information on there and um, as it's not as active, people chatting on it uh, right now, but I expect it to be as the days goes by. And then the third one I have so far is is uh, one just for these conference calls. Which I should be, I mean, I figure out how to monitor it while I'm on this call. I could be taking input to talk about, um, but 
I'm going to create another one for the Jerusalem Peace Council. And I wanted to give some background on this because this is a big one that's just come up um, in the last 24 hours. Um, although it's been in the works since 2005 when I organized from California a small peace walk on from Bethlehem to Jerusalem it was 2005, uh, working with the Ibrahim Abu Hawa in East Jerusalem, who has a peace house there, calls it. It's a family home. It's a large family, and he welcomes anybody to come to visit him and stay with him and live with his family, just uh, no payment, just donations kind of thing. Very, very loving man, totally into the concept of peace through unconditional love. And he works with uh, Eliyahu McLean, the Jewish uh, activist and uh, religious worker there in Jerusalem, and some others representing not only the Christian faith, but all other there's people kind of come there. There's Jews and different religions that do ceremonies together under the auspices of Jerusalem peacemakers. And they've been doing it for many, many years before even I connected with them in 2005. But uh, they agreed with the idea. And um, so they, they did a peace walk with great difficulty through the border from Bethlehem to Jerusalem in Christmas of 2005. And uh, we cr- uh, Mayor Hardeen and her her uh, partner, actually Sherwood Acuna, created this logo, uh, which has a symbol of the three face overlaid on a peace symbol. And that's the symbol that our mayor, Kathy Murillo in Santa Barbara, put on the Global Peace Pool in Santa Barbara on a ceremony on March 11th at the Tree of Peace. It was conducted by Jose Munoz, the Mayan sacred calendars keeper, and uh, with the Chumash elder Art Cisneros and some community leaders. Uh, that's when we empowered this new version of the Peace Pool called now the Global Peace Pool. And Jose gave us the sixth symbol, the Mayan calendar, a new Mayan calendar symbol for peace, love, and patience put on the, this version of the Peace Pool. And then that was uh, taken into a ceremony at the uh, Lucidity Festival in April in Santa Barbara where he set up the first of these um, Mayan calendar displays. And uh, inside of it, it's called the Six Sun Sacred Calendar, Mayan Six Sun Sacred Calendar Humidoid Reset Manifestation Station. And it's basically 20 posts in a circle strung with a cord to hang the 20 banners that have the symbols of the old calendar, the last calendar, the 26,000-year Mayan calendar that ended on December 21st, 2012. And then in the middle, there's five more posts in a hexagon, uh, you know, pentagon or a circle uh, that each between them have strung the five new symbols that are on the new calendar for the next 26,000 years. And 26,000 years represents the procession of the equinoxes. That is how it takes the Earth's axis to precess. And as it rotates, it precesses very slowly, like a top on the table. That's 25,777 years precession time. So I think that's why they have this 26,000-year cycle, roughly. 
Anyway, um, the first one of these hundred manifestation stations he's creating had this rainbow lattice structure that I came upon in 1983 uh, as a logical way that if you take the six tetrahedra, tetrahedron is like a pyramid with three triangular sides and a triangular bottom. And uh, that shape, the basic shape of our life form, it's the shape that carbon bonds in, it's the shape that water bonds in chemically. So I had this kind of a close encounters of the third time, kind kind of fascination with this shape. Like the guy had this vision of the shape that turned into be a mountain, made it out of mashed potatoes and mud and living room and everything in that movie. Well, I had a similar fixation on the tetrahedron since being a chemist and then getting into the spiritual path as a meditation shape to sit in the tetrahedron to meditate, to learn that kind of geometry and experience that shape to advance human thinking was my idea. I thought, well, the peace walkers got into the peace walks on how peace walkers can use a tetrahedron tent as a their living space, you know, eight-foot pole, let's say, the perfect size. Maybe one or two people can be invited in. But what if you put them together in a circle? What would happen? And I figured it out for a while, and then I realized how to do it, and you can make what I call the six-unit module. So it's a human hive experiment concept. I'm digressing, but this shape of what I call the six-unit module that Jose has called the, the Metatron shape, we painted it up like I had before with rainbow colors, so each pole looks like a slice of a double rainbow with double red in the middle and purple on the ends. And these 36 poles tie together into this thing that looks like a kind of like a angular, like a crystal-shaped teepee or something without the poles sticking out the top. So on an eight-foot scale, it was made, and uh, just by coincidence, one of those things, of course, I gave Jose the rough dimensions, and but it just worked out magically that this six-sided figure fit perfectly inside these five posts to to convert from five to six geometry and have it fit in there perfectly was just incredible to me. But anyway, it went up and there's a hemp cord dream catcher stretched over the whole thing. There's photographs on the Great Spirit Relay Facebook page. That's your main place to go to get all the information about everything I'm talking about. Much more well put in writing than I can talk in person uh, in, in voice. But uh, anyway, it's a very, very beautiful structure, and that was the first of 100 that he's going to make all around the world between now and December 21st, 2021, which is the the date that's going to be when global peace begins. That's according to the message that he's and instructions that he's carrying since June 21st in the year 1444, when the Jade Princess delivered this message uh, about from information transmitted back in time from the year 2029 that world peace starts in 2021. So taking this to heart and uh, furthering from his instructions of his elders, Jose is making hundreds of these dream catcher manifestation stations all around the world. The first one was in Santa Barbara. The second one was in Standing Rock Medicine Wheel Living Park in South Dakota. The third one was in South Lake Tahoe. The fourth one they're working on now, it's in Los Angeles. So if you want to help uh, or learn about Jose and this calendar, the cosmic calendar, that deals with not a, more, much more than us as human beings. 
It deals with our cosmic identity, the, the cosmic being that inhabits these meat puppets we go around in as our bodies. So that's all the knowledge and understanding the nature of time to remember the future as well as remembering the past in the present moment is the knowledge that he's teaching from this new calendar. So if you want to check him out and help also, if you can, turn people on to the, this calendar construction, um, we invite him to make one in your area or go if you know people to help him in L.A., go to his website is joseajpumunoz.com. I'll spell it. Jose, J-O-S-E. Ajpu is A-J-P-U, Munoz, M-U-N-O-Z. JoseAjpuMunoz.com. Um, he's Jose Federico Munoz on Facebook, and a wonderful, uh, venerable elder, my Chumash elder in Santa Barbara, just thinks the world of him and everybody that I know, all the uh, indigenous leaders that I've met, and just think the world of Jose and his message. So anyway, that was all a digression, just to say that this peace pool that we made at the Tree of Peace. Uh, consecrated, more or less, message of the Great Law of Peace on March 11th with the mayor who put on this symbol of the three-face of Jerusalem United that was created in 2005. She affixed it to the peace pole and read her proclamation for the occasion, mentioning the Santa Barbara Peace Pole for Jerusalem and the Great Law of Peace, the Tree of Peace, and the foundation of the Iroquois Confederacy and how it influenced the United States government, and now that peace pole, the first public appearance was inside this lattice, this uh, six sun Mayan calendar humanoid reset manifestation station, the first one of a hundred, it was set up in Santa Barbara, picture that's on the Great Spirit Lee web page, uh, Facebook page this morning, with a write-up about it. My scientific interpretation of of it and everything um, as a chemical physics of consciousness researcher. And um, so you can see that. Well, anyway, the Peace Bowl for Jerusalem, Santa Barbara Peace Bowl for Jerusalem, uh, symbolically with this little Peace Bowl representing is inside that, it's empowered by that experience uh, in Santa Barbara and, and the Buddha's birthday, April 8th this year. And then, so... What's happened is all these years, nothing, I've been off and on communicating with my friends over there, but uh, I'm unable to do much. But now with the energy coming together, so they're going to make a copy of this Global Peace Poll. Anybody can do it. Anybody listening to this can go to the the Great Spirit Relay Facebook page, find the, the entry, Look for the link that goes to the explanation of the symbols and the story. You know, in there you'll find a page where you can download and print and color these six symbols and all the explanation, the details about uh, like I've gone over in previous programs, so I won't repeat it again. All of, all the message of peace it represents is there. The message is that I'm asking President Trump to accept and everybody to accept and understand, including especially the Hopi Declaration of Peace document that's in there. So anyway, just this morning, put together this whole thing and put up this other uh, Facebook Messenger chat, which I'll be putting more and more people in who want to collaborate on the Jerusalem Peace Council to 
not only make this symbolic thing of putting a wooden pole up with some symbols on it at the peace house of, of Abraham, Abraham means Abraham in English, in East Jerusalem, but it's coordinated with our efforts that got interrupted all the stuff before. The, the next stage, okay, October, by the end of October, we finished creating the global peace plan, universally acceptable because the wording will choose but the main points will be something that we all agree with and figure out everybody else is agreeable to it uh, one-mindedly. And then there may be other caveat points that are important for people to understand, but not everybody can agree on, and we'll put our best perspectives in there and analyzing everybody's input. And altogether, that document will be online by October 31st as the Global Peace Plan. And then... This will, you know, symbolically something printed and stuck inside the global peace baton, which is a tube that has the symbols on it, the six symbols of the global peace pool, like a relay race baton, and that will be carried on the global peace walk, global peace march from Greenbelt Park to the White House um, with the Freedom Riders on the 1st of November, All Saints Day, walking from Greenbelt Park to David's Tent in D.C., and then from there to the White House. And then, when that's done on November 1st, then the next stage is the Great Spirit Relay, walk, run, bicycle ride, horseback ride, hop, skip, and a jump, however, get to the United Nations on November 11th. So November 11th this year is turns out to be the 100th anniversary of the signing of the armistice that ended World War One. When World War One happened, they didn't call it World War One. They called it the Great War. And it was such a major event. Everybody was so happy when it was over. It was like, oh, the world is going to be great now. We finally ended this great war. And so either coincidentally or symbolically, I don't know why or how, but at 11 minutes after 11 in the morning, somewhere in France, I think, on November 11th, they signed this armistice document. Uh, so 11-11 in the morning on 11-11 was the, when they signed it. 100 years ago, 1918. So this year is the 100th anniversary of that armistice. And of course, it's been morphed into Veterans Day in recent decades. But still, it's, it represents this very important thing of at last, everybody is celebrating that war had ended. And at that time, there wasn't like a jillion wars going on all over the world like there is now. It was That was the war. And so it was a, a big thing. You can imagine everybody's euphoria. Oh, we've, we've renounced war. Hey. So this is 100 years later. And I didn't know it was 100 years later when I made the plan to go November 11th to... I just knew it was Armistice Day to go to the United Nations. So the idea is to take the global peace plan, bring it to the White House, have the ceremony with the president and Leonard Peltier and all the people, and then all the, so many millions of people all around the world and around the United States would just be blown away. And in order for President Trump to do this, he's going to have to accept some a new... A, he's going to have a spiritual reawakening. He's not going to be the same uh, guy that has been doing what he's been doing up until now, he's gonna, and he and everyone else is going to 
have a, a spiritual reawakening to the nature of truth as a real thing and not a made-up thing to get people to believe is true, that the truth is real. And then that's going to make everybody one-minded. And then uh, we'll figure out from there how to heal the planet and quit fighting and, and messing with each other and all that kind of thing. So, But then the idea is, after November 1st, carry that peace plan to the United Nations. Then at 11 and 11 in the morning on 11-11 at the, at the John Lennon Memorial in Central Park, called the Imagine Memorial. There's a song, you know, Imagine all the people living together in peace. So circle in the Imagine Memorial, special ring a bell, something at 11-11 in the morning, and finish there, and then walk to the United Nations. This is a Sunday, so unless they make a special deal to open the door, they might given enough notice, um, it will be a prayer outside the United Nations building somewhere and offering the Global Peace Coal Ceremony there. But here in Greenbelt Park, during this time of, of our Global Peace Camp gathering, Wave has created two new peace poles from a straight tree that he found that's not rotted, it's good, not been stripped off the park, so they're ready to make two more peace poles out of, it, out of them. One for the White House, and one for the United Nations. And so we're going to finish those during this week time, have his brother Reed come up, who's an expert carver, and he put the green Tara symbol of the the green Tara earth goddess uh, representing from the Hindu and Buddhist tradition on the first version of the White House Peace Pole in 1980 that we made that went to so many gatherings and wore out and got burned up in a sacred fire, retired. And... Uh, so we're going to make two new ones and then um, offer them for these purposes. One to go up in the law of the White House on November 1st, one to go up to the United Nations on 11-11. And the United Nations accept the Global Peace Plan. You know, obviously they have to study it to know what to do with it. It's not like change in an instant, but this is the idea. This is the vision. This is the process. So then... Uh, Let's see how much time I have left. Okay, so the podcast goes for another 16 minutes. And um, and now I can't have anybody call in. So let's see. Uh, um, (laughs) um, Okay, I know what I want to do next. I want to read the message from um, Ken four cloud uh, leader and in, in, in inspiration and in, initiator of the Leonard Peltier Freedom Ride. That's where I digress. He, the congressman's meeting yesterday, they delivered all these messages and then they have a congress has a system where one congressman can send an email to all the other congressmen. So hopefully today the, that congressman in Atlanta has figured out what to put in his email to send to all of the other congressmen saying, hey, we all ought to uh, convince President Trump to give clemency to Leonard Peltier for all these reasons. And uh, their reasons as Republicans is, well, if that happens soon, then everybody will think that the, not only the president is doing the right thing in releasing Leonard, but gee, the Republicans must be doing something good to make this happen. So they're hoping that it will influence them favorably in the election. Well, yeah, but 
not only that, but it's going to change their mind on the way, and everybody else's too. And uh, I want to read Ken's message because uh, it made me cry, and I've, I've prefaced it and made another, uh, I think I did read it on, the, on our recorded conference call um, last Sunday. Um, but uh, so I'll do that, and then I'll get the other thought back that I had. Okay, so let's see here. I'm scrolling down the Great Spirit Relay page. And it doesn't scroll as fast as I want. Okay, so... So, uh, well, I'm finding this. I'll try to remember what I'm, other thing I'm talking about. Okay, here I found it. Is it. If the congressman sends a letter, email to the other congressman saying, hey, come on in. Let's, uh, some of us go down and join this circle at 9 o'clock in the morning this Saturday and then meet with the Freedom Riders and just by our appearance and tell our press people to send the, you know, put the word out. Let's make a big deal and just go hold hands with the Indians in a circle to demonstrate the principle of the sacred circle and respect the indigenous cultures, like they sit in Congress and vote by majority rule behind these big chairs. Come out and stand in the dirt and on the lawn. Maybe even take off your shoes. Touch the earth. This kind of nature connection, then that would be fantastic. So, okay, so here, here's what, here, this is what I wrote and submitted as hopefully what was delivered in writing and printed to the congressman yesterday, and I suggested they also give people's input to them in electronic form so that they can easily forward it in email. But I don't know what's happened because they're doing their own thing, and I'm so busy working on all this other stuff. So this document goes, For a New American Revolution a conscience revolution of unconditional love so that the young children would grow up feeling like they count, they matter. And that's the last line of Ken's message, so I put that at the beginning. And then I quote Ken, Yellow bird was sent by the creator, by creator to guide my path, says Ken Forcloud, initiator and leader of the Leonard Peltier Freedom Line 2018. Ken has offered this message to the public, asking that the people and President Trump understand and embrace it. Now, here I'm quoting him. If the president wants peace, like he says, he would bring Leonard to D.C. on November 1st. He would bring about the biggest healing between two nations that would quickly spread over this whole earth. He would be known throughout history for as long as this world exists as the first president to ever give back to the native people of this land. He will become a great man and a good leader. He will do something good all the other presidents were scared to do or wouldn't do. It will be the first time Indians have ever gotten have ever got something back without giving up land or blood. It would give the Indians a voice on this land, a voice that was taken away when the Europeans got here. The young children would grow up feeling like they count. They matter. So that was his message. 
have some he's apparently real soft spoken, real gentle in person, doesn't like to talk in public, won't get on the phone. So I asked him to could I get a written message for him to read our last recorded conference call and he said he gave me this, so I've been sharing it. Then this statement, this this all was in my message to President Trump. This is the rest of it. Ken, with his horsemen and support team who joined him, leaving Mankato, South Dakota on July 28th, rode to Coleman Prison in Florida as a prayer and spiritual practice to share the message of peace with the practice of unconditional love. They arrived on September 22nd to offer their prayers and respect to honor our beloved brother, Leonard Peltier, who is still suffering after over 40 years as the remaining mistreated indigenous prisoner of war at the hands of the U.S. government whose FBI has long acknowledged they fabricated the ballistics evidence upon which he was convicted. But the FBI still refuses to acknowledge that fact in writing to the judge who would be then required to release him. Leonard's co-defendants were acquitted on the grounds of self-defense, and his prosecutor has long ago, after that conviction, said, we don't really know who killed those two FBI agents. Leonard Peltier has been scapegoated, framed, and railroaded by the shamefully corrupt and inept FBI that President Trump is intent on reforming. How can he possibly do that with Leonard still imprisoned under these circumstances? So Ken decided to lead his freedom writers to Washington, D.C. to appeal to the people, port his sincere and righteous request for President Trump to free Leonard Peltier. Please support Ken for Cloud and the Letter Peltier Freedom Right 2018 by joining and collaborating on this noble effort through their Facebook group by that name and through the GoFundMe account by that name. Your support is vital to their success and will make you, too, a hero of the Great Spirit Relay of Peace Through Love. All funds donated go directly to Ken Porcog for project expenses with any balance at the end given directly to Leonard Peltier or PayPal Instead of GoFundMe, I told the PayPal.me slash capital K, capital S, forecloud, K, forecloud. This is a spiritual mission. This spirit is a spiritual mission supported with outreach assistance by the Great Spirit Relay Project, whose Facebook page is Great Spirit Relay. And so then, uh, then I, this is the summary of the, previous podcast on the Hopi Invaders Prophecy discussion in that post that's there. Uh, you can this I'm reading from the Great Spirit Relay page. So uh, I made some flyers um, and we got it and I picked off a piece of Leonard Peltier's handwriting. Thank you. In the spirit of Crazy Horse Dokta Leonard Peltier, and I asked what it means. It's a Lakota word meaning something like until I see you again, doksa, doksha. Um, interesting handwriting is a handwriting analyst to see his personality there. And so a one flyer, okay, I took off on this idea of the yellow bird um, because it's a real important spiritual symbol Analogous to the green, I think, to the green Tara symbol that Wave's brother Reed, he developed a Kundalini yoga practice meditating on the green Tara. It gave him such strength of mind, he was able to take his boat and, uh, and take a 70-foot sailboat 
around the not more than around the world, 1,152 days at sea, nonstop, without resupplying. They packed a lot of stuff and meat, sprouts, and caught fish. 800 days at sea, out of sight of land, alone. Can you imagine? I, my mind would I would be going nuts. But he had to, because of his spiritual meditation, and his symbol to connect to the Great Spirit was the green Tara. Well, the yellow bird is what the symbol is to Ken, as he explained. That's to him the messenger, the, the symbol of the Great Spirit message, the messenger from the Great the Creator that's guiding their walk. So that's why I put on the this flyer that this ceremony on the 9 o'clock on the Capitol Mall this Saturday is being convened by Yellowbird because it's, it's a new spiritual message to me. A lot of people know what the green power is, but we're going to have to find out when we hear from the writers and Ken what is Yellowbird because that's what they're following. That, that's the spirit messenger that they're following. Um, okay, uh, I want to read the the last flyer I put up this this morning, this is the this is the I have five minutes left. Okay, this is a, a um, Great Spirit Relay, America to Jerusalem, Global Peace Poll Ceremony. Time has come. Global Peace Now. Let us renounce war. 11, 11 a.m., November 11, 2018, 100th Armistice Day, East Jerusalem, Peace House of Abraham, Islam means surrender to peace. That's what the word literally means. I embraced Islam at my age 18. I'm 73 now. The word Islam means surrender to peace. If you surrender your personal will and try to follow the will of God, you'll have peace in your life. Everybody will get along. That's what it means. It's not Wahhabism. It's not this distorted cult is propagating all this violence around the world. Then it goes, one God, one human family, unconditional love, pathway to peace. So that, those words, I'm making these little flyers. And the one for New York, it's got some symbols on the top, and it goes, Great Spirit Relay, Global Peace Now. Imagine that. Global Peace March, November 11, 2018, 100th Armistice Day. Time has come. Let us renounce war. 11, 11 a.m. Central Park, Imagine Memorial, Walk to United Nations, Deliver Global Peace Plan, Facebook, Vote Great Spirit Relay. And then the one for this Saturday, Great Spirit Relay, Global Peace March, October 20th, 8 a.m. I'm going to be at the Congressional Cemetery, two miles west of the Capitol, prayer before 8, leave walking at 8, 9 a.m. U.S. Capitol Mall, Global Peace March meets the Freedom Riders, circle up the Capitol Mall outside the men. 10 a.m., thousand goddesses gathering. I don't know what everybody else is going to do. They're probably going to go into the museum and whatever. I'm going to go before they start at 11, paying my respects to the thousand goddess gathering people. Then 11 a.m., I'll be at David's tent, D.C. And then even if they go make it, I'm sure they will, but even if they have something happens, I'm going to do this. And then uh, walk from David's tent after 11, 12 o'clock, Lafayette Plaza, 4.20 p.m. Greenbelt Park, Global Peace Camp, October 20th to November 3rd, Global Peace Council, October 24th to 31st, November 1st, All Saints Day, White House Freedom March, 
1.11 p.m., Global Peace Bowl Ceremony, Leonard Peltier, Executive Clemens. It's the Christian thing to do. It's the Christian thing to do, to pardon Leonard Peltier. So, 90 seconds left. So, notice November 1st is 11.01, and then it's 1.11 p.m., and then on November 11th, it's 11.11 in the morning, Last flyer says, Great Spirit Relay, Jerusalem Peace Council, Greenbelt National Park, October 25th to 30th, two days shorter than the public. 4.20 p.m. daily, Camp 55, Route B, Temple of David, Global Peace Council, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily, October 24th to 31st, Global Peace Plan, online public input, conference call meetings, Global Peace Polls, White House, UN, Jerusalem, and I've run out of time. Thank you very much for this Wednesday. I'll have it together more next Wednesday. I'm just going to make notes and not have calls coming in. And just uh, by that, that'll be the middle. That next Wednesday will be the 26th. In the between, uh, the Global Peace Councils will have a report then. Thank you very much, David Williams, signing off for the Great Spirit Relay Weekly Wednesdays podcast. <laughs>